0: This is WKNC 88.1 FM HD One Raleigh. I'm your host Loaf, and this is Off the Record, an interview podcast series here at the station where artists of all shapes, sizes, genres, and backgrounds are interviewed. In this edition, I had the pleasure of speaking with Flood District, a synth pop band from Raleigh, NC, uh, from the Raleigh, NC area. On the heels of their latest album release, uh, "Eden the Carry," uh, the song you just heard before that was uh, "Wish You Well" off of that uh, off of their latest album. How you guys doing? Glad to have you here. You we're guys doing, doing good? We're doing well.
1: Yeah, I nice. am filled with misery. <laughs> well, we're mostly doing well.
0: <laughs> no, that's a good thing. So, um, so uh, introduce you guys, yourselves. You know your names, you know, what instruments. You play, you know, a role in the band. If you have anything other than playing instruments, you know, what's up with it?
2: Hello, I'm Michael. I am the singer and synth player, kind of, and sometimes other stuff too. Hello, my name is Canary Casey. I play guitar,
3: and sometimes might sing if you're lucky.
1: We're all really lucky when Casey sings. <laughs> True. Uh, <laughs> I'm Matt. I play guitar,
4: and that's it. Austin, I uh, play bass, and our drummer John is unfortunately not with us.
0: So, uh, are you guys all originally from the Raleigh area, and uh, served as like have you all lived here your t- your entire life, so you all moved here, or, like, what, what's up with it's, it? How long you a, been it's here? It's a
2: mixture. Me, me and Matt have been in and around Raleigh M- most most, or all of our lives. Um, uh, Casey is more from, like, Greensboro scene, uh, and we met a long time ago when I would, in my old band, play out there, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Sometimes And Austin, I think, moved here a long time ago, but mm-hmm. I don't think Austin has, Austin doesn't have, like, roots in the mm-hmm. local scene. Mm-hmm. This is this is Austin's first I mean, band. Yeah.
4: I'm from northern Indiana and central Indiana. Um I moved down here in high school. So I've been in North Carolina for a good chunk of my life. Mm-hmm. And like I really got into the music scene around here. So like my musical roots kind of are here. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and I have some great, great friends around here, uh, present company included. Cool. I think neat.
5: hmm Matt?
4: Well, I'm from here. Michael said that. Cool.
5: Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> so but, awkward. But, but also, I still live here. Cool. And I will never leave because that would let my enemies win. <laughs> Fun story. Matt
3: disintegrates if he ever is taken out of Raleigh. <laughs> we can't Take or, it. out of the or or never, We can never leave.
0: <laughs> um, so... So, would you say all of you are are are, are pretty uh are, are, are like more like veterans uh, uh, of the industry? You guys have been around for a while. You guys have been in a lot of a lot of groups. Is that sort of a good general feel? Or because I know Austin, and Matt, you you guys are in a Juxton Roy. No, Michael, sorry, Michael, <laughs> all <good>. and Matt, <laughs> y'all are from Juxton Roy, and uh yeah. So, um,
2: I mean, I, I don't think of it that way. I we've just yeah. been we've just been playing since we were like uh, fourteen, fifteen, like and. I've been around here the whole time, but mm-hmm. um I don't know. What do yeah. you th- what do you think? I mean, I think
1: the uh the fact that we met in the back room of the brewery probably makes us seem veterans on its own. That's
4: fair. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually my first band, and I've been with um Flood District for 5 years now, right? Okay. Yeah, so I'm a veteran of Flood District and nothing else. So I haven't <laughs> I have been playing bass for, you know, since I was like 14. So okay. I okay. I've been around just not visual. Yeah. It, yeah. Two places.
0: More what? more states than Michael or um Matt. Okay, okay. More states, more scenes, I guess. It's, it's not a Richard measuring contest, my
5: friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and uh this is Casey. I I'm from Greensboro and I've been in several bands in Greensboro. Okay. This is my first band in Raleigh, but I've found such a great community here. And for my solo musical project, Canary Complex, I've sort of decided to locate myself here in general. Yeah, because there's not exactly a scene for it in Greensboro.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Nice. Nice. Um. So, uh, you guys kind of hinted at it. Uh at, uh. at it. Um. Uh. How long has uh flood district this project or band or or however you like to uh uh formulate it been around? Um. I know that you guys have had singles dating back from to like twenty twenty, but obviously, like with most bands, like it's way before yeah. singles or anything like that. So it's
2: so this band is weird in that regard, and I'll, I'll be brief.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, <laughs> if, if,
2: if I'm, possible, brief, I'm mad. the technical answer to how long has Flood District existed is ten years. Okay. When I was in college in twenty thirteen, I was in a uh, death metal band called Lorelei, and uh, I wanted to play, I wanted to be in a band that wasn't a metal band also. Mm-hmm. And it, my taste in music can be a bit peculiar, I guess. Not, I don't that maybe that sounds pretentious, but like, and I don't, uh, and I didn't really find the specific thing I was looking for anywhere, mm-hmm. so. I came up with the name and I was like, that's the name. Like, it's just a vibe. It was just a name and a vibe. Oh, yeah. The vibe that I was thinking of 10 years ago is the exact vibe that's on Eden to Carry, but I didn't know how to make it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So um, I uh, downloaded Ableton and spent years writing ideas and figuring out how to use DAW and figuring out how to produce and getting better at singing. And in that time, uh, like Lorelei splits up. I try various people involved in the group. Uh, at the time, I was in Wilmington at UNCW. And then I relocate back to Raleigh. i once again trying to bring people in and then slowly, starting with Matt, just start grabbing people yeah, yeah. over years, okay. starting in like 2018. So Matt and Austin came in around the same time and um i'm pretty we, sure
1: you had austin where you around? asked
2: me because i'm pretty sure you you had asked austin and it's a within a before. few week- weeks yeah. of each he, other because <laughs> you um, asked
1: me to join this band at the juxton roy ep release show that is true um, i think uh, oh <laughs> i think I outside cool. it was outside after they played yeah standing <laughs> next to a trash can i said matt we haven't seen each career. other in years yeah. pl- be in my
2: new band <laughs> um and then casey i've known for years and um <laughs> very specifically remember I've always wanted to be uh, in a band with Casey cuz we've played together since 2012 maybe in when he was in his band in Greensboro and um it it just never worked out and then Casey heard like something we had maybe it was like used to be and I was like I right, really want to be in a band like this and I was like <laughs> yeah. well maybe you should be in a band like this maybe <laughs> <your laughs> <lucky this, day." laughs> maybe this exact band um and um and yeah, and then our most recent person we have got was John, who's not here, a drummer yeah. who's also in uh, the Prague Prague death metal group Wilder, Wilder Run, okay. uh, who is g- excuse me, Gra- Granny winner. I'm, hate I'm, when we hate. I'm not saying nice. it. it's technically true because he played in the Assassin's Creed soundtrack that was oh, Grammy. But, um, <laughs> but Assassin's Creed, as did the rest of Wilder Run, congratulations to all of them. <laughs> <Balaha>. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> falafel. Anyway, I'm um, <laughs> well, falafel about this. Um, but yeah, uh, and he's, I mean, like John. I mean, you, well, he's not, he's not on the record because he joined after the record was done. But okay. off, like the record, he's, <laughs> he's off the he's, record. He's yeah, like he's like, he's like one of the best drummers in like the state. He okay. has so, to be. Yeah. He has to be. Like we will like, be
4: struggling with these songs that we wrote, and then John is like, "Yeah, I've got it down," and adds more to it. <laughs> nice, I'll be like, nice. This is
2: really peculiar. Like I hope you could get all these stops. Okay, I can help you through these, and then he's just like, "I already know." No, I know.
0: That's why I yelled. <laughs> <laughs> so this was definitely sort of a, a, a side project for you, um, Michael, and then it sort of like translated over to a sort of like a, full, a fuller project with sort of everybody else? I,
2: I kind of always wanted it to be a main project, okay. and and then it just kind of has become one. It's just like I didn't come up with like any of the kind of like, like normal background to do a band like this yeah. or training for it. I mean, nor did any of us, really, but like um, it just took a really long time to be able to do the record. And I didn't even know what it was supposed to sound like, I just knew what it was supposed to feel like. So once it started feeling like we could actually make it, it very quickly was like, this is the thing, this is the main thing.
0: Okay, and and, and does everybody else us uh, with the band sort of share that sort of same, I guess, vision or sort of just like tone like very closely w- 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 with you michael sort of like asking everybody like n- 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 do you all kind of uh like this sort of just like this noise and this tone that you've produced and it's sort of something that you've all been searching for or is it sort of just like all just chilling
3: i think we all sort of share michael's vision from the get-go i mean i'm speaking for the other bandmates of course maybe they can chime in but for me especially michael and i shared this background in. Being really fond of Visual K, which is a Japanese subgenre, I guess you'd say, but it's much bigger than the term subgenre, but it's a style of rock music that's only popular in and of Japan. But we have been obsessed with some of the same bands like. We grew up with it. We, yeah, we, we raised ourselves on it. And uh, bands like Lunacy, The Gazette, those are the bands that inspired me to play the parts that I play. And I know that Michael gets a lot of his songwriting. Um, cues from
2: that type of music as
3: well. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, they're they're in all they're in all over the place. But I mean, what do you what do y'all think?
1: Uh, I would just play hair metal. <laughs> like to agree <laughs> over over all of our like, songs. Like to share okay. hair metal and post rock. It's just what I'm doing over everything true. we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think
4: importantly, not just the music, but like the people in this band are like the kind of people I want to surround myself with. Mm-hmm. Right? Cool. Like Michael has curated a friend group and picked out people specifically for this band because of their talent and because of their personality. Mm-hmm. And we all gel really well together. Yeah. Like okay. I consider this band not just like a musical project but like some of my closest friends.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um on top of That's like, awesome. Yeah.
4: On top of that, um like we explore pop music in a very unique way to us, I think, in mm. that we approach it from metal and rock and visual K and we kind of Are able to express pop in our own ways, and that to me is what really sells me on this: is that I can play, you know, a metal bass line. I can play a funk bass line. I can play a pop bass line. Maybe all on the same song, and like get that feel of it, and I get express myself in ways that I wouldn't be able to in any other band with this music.
0: Or speaking, I guess, to the music and sort of, I guess, how uh, the tone is and how you get define that is. Is what you were saying, uh, Austin, where it's just sort of like a very much a mix of sort of like uh, pop and sort of just like metal and just sort of just like a whole bunch of, it seems like a whole a cacophony of mm-hmm. noise and inspiration. Is that, how, uh, is, that, is that how you would try to, I guess, define your tone and your style at least w- w- with the band? Or is it sort of just like, do you have it more sort of like put down at a T or is it kind of just like all over the place? Is this
2: to Austin specifically or broadly? This to everybody. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um. I mean, I feel like I can answer that decently well. I'm... Um, I am from a songwriting perspective, like I'm very interested in like genre tropes and like genre okay. as like an idea, but I am not interested in like playing a genre like just like just like, oh, we're this period. <laughs> right? Like there is more of like a shared aesthetic. It's a little nebulous. It's a little hard to like define. I feel like if you've if you've listened to it through, you say like, oh, there's like a, some songs that are like synth pop songs and other songs that have like a big, like distorted guitars and like walls of like, almost like, like Deftones, like style, I don't know, chorus guitars and stuff. And it's <laughs> like listening all the way through it, that. they don't feel like different bands or different styles or different vibes, it's all in this shared feeling. It's more taking these, all these things, exploring them to their fullest, and then saying, "How does this fit into this kind of nebulous aesthetic that we all certainly feel and understand?" Um, don't necessarily know how to put it. In? I, that's hard to. That's probably terrible <laughs> podcast material, but <laughs> um, it is true. I
0: mean, it it it, it definitely seems like that flood district is definitely more of an exploration into sort of like yes. m- m- more these sort of nebulous uh, tones and uh, a- aesthetics that, that that you have described, which. Um, uh, you know, uh, I guess moving on to aesthetics, um, I think that is one of the most important things of your band, and one of the things that definitely mm. grabbed me a lot. Uh, I love how you guys wear all black. How, mm-hmm. how, how, was how very just sort of like, uh, Cynthia pops for like more cyberpunk anarchist type <laughs> feel, which is what I got personally. <laughs> no, so, um, yeah. So, uh, how important is a uh, aesthetic for all for? for for all of you collectively in this band and sort of stuff in general, just outside of the music, and just sort of uh, not at, at, at all. We we don't have any aesthetic <laughs> taste at all. You, you, you mean those cool music videos with like those CRT TVs I, and just like just I, just I have like nothing anime? to
1: do with any of those. I wear nothing but gym shorts
3: and t-shirts. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: I, d- I dress however
3: Casey tells me to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I do feel like I'm sort of the um, I don't know the very demanding mother of the band. <laughs> I'm Thanks, like, Mom.
4: It's true? Yeah.
3: I will always call them the night before a photo shoot or a video shoot and say, what are you wearing tomorrow? <laughs> I love that call. And I think that comes from Michael and I. We have this shared interest in what I was speaking of earlier, the Japanese visual K. They have a very specific aesthetic that really complements and flows really well with the music. Mm-hmm. And... We we're not copying that image, but we're trying to bring the spirit of that to our group. We we know okay. that it's not exactly a popular thing in the area or in America in general, mm-hmm. and so we feel like it can bring a different element to what we're putting out.
5: Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too far. Um, also, like that's like a very genuine. That's like a very genuine expression for us. Like, it isn't just like, oh, this is a thing that's popular somewhere else. And oh, no. doesn't, not yeah, that yeah. I think yeah, that's no, what no. it sounds like either, but like, it's not just that it's like, oh, this is a thing that's popular somewhere else. It's like, again, like, this to us is like stuff we've been listening to since we were 13. It is both a <laughs> sound and a look. Kay. That's stuff I've always been personally interested in, but felt really uncomfortable exploring mm-hmm. in the past in my old bands because I didn't feel like it was something I could do. Like, a lot of people who, make music like that look very pretty. Mm-hmm. And I did not think that was the thing I could do. Um, but doing this, it's kind of also like an exploration of like uh, like being like the best version of, this is only, me only speaking for myself, being like the best version of myself under this very specific aesthetic, which is almost like the version of myself I want to be and want to look like. Okay. The music videos are kind of the same way. Like, like there's, on one hand, like, they're very straightforward performance videos. There's no grand, on purpose, there's no grand concept. There's no narrative. There's no, like, there's no message. It's just supposed to be a vibe because I think the vibe of, like, bands playing and looking cool is cool. Like, yeah. that's all there is yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. So, like, I why not agree. commit fully <laughs> to just looking cool on purpose, you know? Okay. As oh, far yeah. as possible. Okay. That's the the uh,
1: visual K aesthetic is... Very androgynous yes. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a in a really interesting way, and remember uh first time I ever saw Casey back in your old band, I thought you were so hot <laughs> <laughs> Casey Casey My uh, little it, heart Casey, like ten years ago looked like an anime protagonist and still kind of does oh nice
4: <laughs> I could see that, yeah,
3: thank you, thank you I
1: yeah. think
4: also the it gives me personally an outlet for. Wanting to look cool without having to like maintain an image all the time. Like at practice, you'll see me in like socks, sandals, and a fanny pack. And then on stage, you know. Why
1: are you wearing sandals and no socks right
5: now? It's it's hot. Where's your fanny pack? Uh, I had pockets, so I didn't need the fanny pack today. But yeah. Um,
4: Also, we're going to be taking pictures. So I wanted to look, you know, at least presentable. (laughs) I like, I think part of my aesthetic is like I get to look like, you know, a tourist, you know, one day, and then you know, um, punk rocker the next. Okay. Um, which like I don't have to maintain it all the time. It's just when specifically for the band, boom. Yes. Yeah, I fun. look, I look amazing for one day, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you look great every day.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: I definitely love that uh that, that concept and that 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 no- that um that sort of feeling of like mm-hmm. cards like. Flipping on and off a light like switch. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Where it's like it's super easy, but it's also just something that you want to do sometimes, but not all the time. Because if you do it all the time, it takes a lot of energy oh, and like yeah. a lot of work. But uh, but but you know, doing it every once in a while, it definitely seems like you know it's uh, it's 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 very nice. I I personally relate to that a lot, especially with them, um, with I guess my sort of radio presence in general. Um, but yeah. Uh, so um, I guess now going a uh, – more towards um i guess the music uh specifically and your new um uh album uh eden to carry um it seems like this was a a long time in the making and it it is definitely um Mm -hmm. it definitely shows because it is a very good album at least uh thank you it's definitely five years it better be uh it definitely feels i guess a lot of um at least for me for me for me personally it's definitely sort of just like a sort of a bass layer of just sort of like uh synth and sort of rock in general, and then you sort of build onto it with many different things and layers and inspirations and sort of aesthetics and uh, motivations in that, in that music, where it's definitely like each song is, there 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 are different things about it that can make it almost completely different or just like it doesn't seem a co- like is co- cohesive together, but it really is very cohesive because you always have that bass layer of just sort of everything and sort of inspiration. And I enjoy that a lot, um, I, especially Thanks. with stuff like uh, I'd Rather Feel Nothing and like mm-hmm. more city pop and sort of just like a uh, life's hard because you die. It's more sort of like, I guess, more grounded. Um, how do you guys see the, your album? Do you definitely see it more as that sort of cacophony of stuff and, and just sort of stuff in general? Or like, how do you feel uh, 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 about this album and sort of like how it transpires? Um, I'm sorry, I talked I, a lot it, there. No, that's fine.
2: <laughs> no, that's fine. Um... Well, actually, no, that's a really great way to frame it, in my opinion, and to talk about it. Because that is kind of how I think about it. Like, there's some, like, like you mentioned Life's Hard, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I only, like, recently was able to, like, put that, like, listen to it and not hear it as just, like, a huge, like, cacophony of, like, the 20 things I was trying to rip off over the course of time it took me to write the song. And it 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 also takes me, part of that is because, and, like, we obviously, we're all a part of, like, like making the music but like a a, a lot of the stuff kind of for this group uh like i do a lot of stuff on my own at first at least on this record Mm -hmm. on the future it may not it probably won't go that way but um um so like with life's hard it starts as like oh i'm trying to rip off like like one or tricks point never and i'm putting in like weird like synthesizers and like the pianos and the vocals and then, but I don't, but I, but my voice doesn't sound like that. So it comes out differently. And then I'm trying to rip off like, like killing joke and buck dick. And it doesn't come out like that. And I'm like, that's fine. And then it's back to, et cetera, et cetera. Then the middle is supposed to sound like cock twins. Right. Yeah. And then it just, but when I, then I'm like, so I'm hearing all of this stuff. And then I like actually put it on recently and I just heard it as a song, not like all the things I was trying to well, do. Yeah. I, I was it, like, Oh, it's yeah. just a rock song. <laughs> yeah. I, no, so it usually yeah. goes in the reverse. Like sleepy has the same way. It literally started as like, me making like ambient synthesizer music with like the vocal, all of the vocals. And mm-hmm. then I was like, I like this vocal too much. Let's make it a rock song. Okay. <laughs> so that it's it it is really chaotic. But ideally when it's done, it is not. There's just a lot of like me neurotically on the computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> until and then of course like passing over to y'all. That's just my interpretation mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. But I'm curious what y'all think.
4: So I think uh that we get a lot a lot of influences and we kind of like put them into this melting pot and then Michael has like this vision most of the time and he's doing most of the writing and production though like we've kind of like as we were added to the fold of the band we've been able to like put our identity into the songs okay um like Michael like will have this idea and then work non-stop until It fits and works, and then we'll collaborate and be like, "Oh, what about this? What about this? What about this?" And we'll come together and we'll make it work. Mm -hmm. So it's like it does start off as this very chaotic thing, and then through like sheer determination, failure is not an option, right? Yeah, like we must succeed, (laughs) right? And we we do, and like this is the end result. And some of these songs we've recorded once before, and then we had a full band. And we re recorded them again and like they're completely different, even though they're still the same song. And I think that shows our personal growth and our growth as a band too.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: One of the things that's
1: really interesting about the way that Michael produces is he'll come up with like he was talking about, like these really like ambient synth music things. And then he'll send them to us and be like, Hey, just do like three or four things and send them back to us. Send them back <laughs> to me. And then I'm gonna try some stuff out. And uh so he kind of treats us like human sample generators. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah exactly. so there's. Oh, no. On, 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 yeah, no. And it's, it's really cool because we'll send him stuff and then he'll get in the dawn. He'll like morph things. Like, yeah. for instance, the, uh, the opening riff of um, Used to Be. Mm-hmm. I never played that on guitar uh, until we recorded it because Michael took a single note from a direct track, a DI track of my guitar. And pitch shifted it into that melody. And so to me, he was like, I what really do you think of this?
5: <laughs> Literally turned
1: my turned my guitar playing into a sample. That's awesome. Okay. And when we were recording it, I kept trying to get it to have that kind of inflection. And nothing I did made it work that way. So that's what's on the record. Is that is good. that the yeah. and then nice. we blended it with a performance of it to give it some naturalism. But you're you're hearing sample the guitar that Michael did.
2: Yeah, right uh, as well. I mean, yeah, I ran it through Tone, but it is literally. Yeah. i ran put it. I put the one note in the Ableton Sampler, and I wanted to keep having the vocal melody, nah, 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 like happen over and over again. So I was like, it'll be a guitar part. So I put all of, like the tone on it, and then I was like, Matt, it doesn't sound like my fake guitar. <laughs> it needs, it needs <laughs> to sound good that. We, we spent like an so, ho- we spent
1: like an hour so we trying decided to get both. it to sound like that. And I was like, can we just use the one you made? <laughs> like,
2: but alternatively, as songs continue to go, like a song like "Wish You Well," for example, that was written pretty much entirely by Casey as a demo where Casey sent me literally all the riffs of the song. Like um, at, in like, in just like bass, like with just the tones that you got off of, I guess, Errol or something. Yeah. And like, uh, like some rough drums and the bass and like a bass line, which is similar to what's on the bass, uh, on the track at the end. Mm-hmm. And was like, do you think this is an idea? And I'm like, yeah, this is an idea. Send me all the stems, take, take all that, arrange it into, exactly what's on the record now and then say okay now like Matt do crazy ambient stuff Austin how do you want to change the bass etc 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 adding synth but like it's the same process there also a lot of what's on the record for wishy well is literally the demo guitar that Casey sent me because I was nice. like this it sounds right <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I need to use it
1: part of our process is when we do demos by the time the demo is done it needs to be releasable Okay, okay. Like yeah, we yeah, we yeah. we produced we produced to a point where we could release our demos and then we go do it all over again in the studio.
2: Half the vocals are the demo vocals. Sleepyhead, oh, I nice. could not get yeah. right. It's the demo vocal that I re- I I just uh rather feel nothing is half demo vocal because I just couldn't get the tone right again cuz usually I'll write it and immediately record it cuz I'll forget it. I I don't like write it and think of like cuz my studio is in my house. Mhm. So I'll literally write the lyrics down while I'm trying to figure out how what vocal to do. Write it down at five minutes after I wrote it down while I'm thinking about the emotion as I'm writing it. I'll go record it and then I'll go try to do it later and be like, I mean, it sounds good, but like it just doesn't feel right.
0: It definitely seems like there's a lot of uh, chaos and explosiveness that goes Mm -hmm. on, and just sort of like you guys all sort of just hammer it down until it comes round. Mm
1: -hmm. That's a really great way to put it. (laughs) We're all crazy people. (laughs) I mean, uh, it's great. I mean, mm -hmm.
0: you know, so.
3: None of us ever stop doing. Yeah, we're kind of obsessive and compulsive with what we're creating all the time.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I don't less for me. Like, for me, writing music is a collaborative and social thing. So I do best when I either have something to work with from what they've recorded or I'm actually sitting in the room with Michael and we're, like, bouncing ideas off each other. It's like, play this note, play this note. I'm like... And then I'll hum a melody to him and be like, yeah. And then we'll figure it out and then do it like that. Um, so I do, I do my best recording with other people mm-hmm. instead of on my own obsessing over it. Yeah. But I think that I'm the exception of this band. Yeah. Austin is yeah, the, is the say, band's yeah.
1: calming presence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Austin is mm-hmm. our, um, he keeps us
4: grounded. Um, yeah, I'm like, let's not do a music video for every single song of this album. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I, I also disagree. But like the three you, you
3: are, are right, so cool. but I still disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. That's all that matters.
0: <laughs> I've, I, I feel very chaotic just thinking about all of it. And it's, mm-hmm. it Sorry, it, I could it, talk it, about that. No, for no, hours. no, 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 no. It, it, it's great. <laughs> it's definitely something where it's like I. I like that sort of explosiveness and that feeling that that sort of comes through with your production and through with your music as well. Um, It's It definitely does seem like it's controlled chaos, Mm -hmm, which is what I also um, enjoy a lot with like sort of, I guess, my music is definitely um, emotional, sort of out there in your face, but still very composed and still just very still, um, you know demanding attention while also deserving it at the same time yes where it Mm -hmm. it, 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 and I I can definitely uh hear that with uh, with a lot of your songs um I I enjoy um I I, I'd rather feel uh I rather feel nothing I'm sorry I'm just I'm super obsessed with this song because it's definitely something where I kind of feel where it's like definitely sort of just like I can be in a sort of like beach setting but also that beach setting like 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 it's like, it's like a beach setting, but it's also like goth, and it's just sort of just like it's sort of just very very dark and sort it's of really, it's really yeah. dark. It's, it's definitely it, it, I mean like it's it, it
2: like I mean it's my favorite it's my favorite on the album at, at this current eh, it changed all the time. It's my current favorite on the album.
4: I love the line in rather feel nothing. It's like super groovy. It's it gives me a way to like express like a very it's very sim- simple but also very complicated at the same time, which is like a metaphor in and of itself. Like, yeah. the song, it's like, the, yeah. the lyrical content of the song has no business being with that groovy, danceable
2: bass line. Yeah, yeah. It's very common.
0: I think it's, a, 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 and that's definitely one of the songs where, like, I, where I love the bass and the drums a lot. Thank like, you. Like, it's definitely, it, it's definitely something that stood out to me, so.
2: It, it, I mean, for me, it's it's literally, like, all I was trying to do was, I was trying to make something that sounded like if Enya produced Michael Jackson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's like, a all, thing like about like, it. like yeah. it's all
2: like it's all like like orinoco flow like d50s and junos and i don't know if she used overheim but overheims and stuff and it's all like the kinds of sounds you would hear on like classic enya but then like um that like this really like aggressive fierce thing but all i had at first was the chorus music and the like nothing nothing thing that happens which <laughs> was the really nihilistic lyrics that's all it was right it was just that and all of the lyrics are just an attempt to like elaborate on like what just that one thing was that like chanted like nothing nothing thing over and over again Mm -hmm. and just making that into like a lyric but it like the the meaning of the song was like that's what the meaning of just that chant was i just couldn't like figure it out for like two years (laughs) yeah (laughs) it it was like it started writing two years ago but it was the last one finished. Yeah the uh
1: the other element of that song is uh like you talk about like Enya and Michael Jackson um and this this plays into our like just mashing up concepts and styles the bridge of that song I'm just aping Devin Townsend That is true. <laughs> <laughs> just putting it like just, Yeah, I was aping Deadhead by Devin Townsend.
5: Okay.
0: I'm I am i am personally not familiar with that artist but uh, Devin should Townsend be. you, Become you should familiar. be
1: familiar. <laughs> Uh, I The last, the other interview that we did, we talked a little about your music taste. You'll love Devin Townsend. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Sick. It's the weirdest, weirdest stuff. Another, great.
4: another artist who's gone, like, the gamut of genre while oh, yeah. still staying completely metal, which is kind of crazy.
3: I'm also unfamiliar with Devin Townsend, so we'll fix that. <laughs> <laughs> Looks cool. Uh... Bald. Ooh. <laughs>
4: used he, to was, be. he wasn't always
0: bald
1: but when he wasn't bald it was worse it's, it's true
2: <laughs> no, as, no none of this has to be in the in the thing of course yeah, but, no, but on the real like his style of maximalist production is like very directly influential on my style of okay. production and on it, the album
0: so you have three music videos or at least three i guess uh, i guess i would call music videos quote unquote, because there are, you have other stuff that's like lyrical videos but uh uh yeah uh, wish you well eating the carry and uh used to be um tell me like the process of uh uh, uh of recording those um the those um those videos and getting your sort of tone aesthetic visually
3: it's a live in studio performance
0: yes it's a live in studio which 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 I call a music video because like it's kind of just like it's yeah. you guys are kinda yeah. Like, yeah. There, no, you're kind of like, I mean, you're like right. there. they're kind of just right okay there okay. are
1: other music videos that you can't find on the internet. So. <laughs> Yeah, we are. Uh... We've done several, and we decided when we were doing the record that we were going to pull down things because we were redoing some of those songs. Mm-hmm. So we didn't want old versions out there with music videos when we were going to mm-hmm. what we call
3: plussing up things, mm-hmm. it was really improving and expanding on stuff. Yes, and before each of these videos, I personally called each member of this band and said, what are you wearing tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. And Casey yeah.
1: took yeah. me thrift shopping uh, before I did. the oh, issue nice. was well, yeah. because
4: I had no idea what to do. <laughs> I, w- I want to state for the record that Casey did not have to babysit me and in fact is like, Austin, I trust you and <laughs> that you will be, I trust your ex- aesthetic. Um, so I didn't have to like check in with Casey. I am entirely untrustworthy. I cannot dress myself. I
0: I love that. <laughs>
1: That's sir. what mommy's here for. <laughs> Thanks, but mommy. It, this is what I, I was saying it.
4: when like this band is some of my closest friends. It's like we're on that level with each other, right? Like we all mm-hmm. we were all hanging out in my. It wasn't for a music video, but we were hanging out in my house for one of our photo shoots, and I had baked um some muffins, and we were just all like. Yeah, oh. they weren't that special. <laughs> they, were speci- they, were they were special because spe- they were they, good. They, <laughs>
1: they were filled with the most potent
4: drug of all, uh, love. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But and yeah, we- it's
4: like I like to bake for my friends, and then we were just chilling at my house and, um, you know, being cool. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: speaking on the videos uh, in, spe- in specifics, it's we, including um, Garrett who who worked on those videos as well and uh, helped us with the record. He's and play he, drums. he plays drums on some of the tracks. He engineered a lot of uh, what's on the record because at the time he was um, he was our drummer. Mm-hmm. He um, was in
4: the music video for Used to yeah, Be. Yeah, he's yes. playing
2: the drums in, in Used to Be. That was when he was in the group. Is he Used to Be the one um,
4: w-
0: w- with the with the white background? No, that's Wish, no, that's you, wish well. you Well. Oh, Wish You Well. Okay. Um,
2: so those are if I'm including Garrett, like we have like a very DIY approach to the band. Like mm-hmm. um, Garrett, Garrett's Garrett's a member. I mean, of his Garrett band is basically yeah, he basically yeah. is. Involved, even though he's not like in the band, in the band, but also like, very close friend and incredibly an amazing close person. Yes, but uh, like including that, like everything, like the record, the videos is all DIY. Like me and Garrett shot everything. Like me and Garrett edited every video. And we directed everything ourselves. Did all the set dressing, all the lighting, etc. Um, uh, on the records, like we all engineered everything. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no, no problem. So it's been, there's if it has a sense of, like, like a cohesive quality to it, it's, it's literally just because, like, in the, the shared aesthetic between, like, visual music and everything, it's because the same very small group of people did literally everything. Like, the album art. Like, the album art was, like, a Photoshop of, like, a bunch of photos Austin took. Like, it's mm-hmm. everything.
4: Actually, stuck. that was, like, an accident. Oh, one of those photos I was messing around with my camera while taking some Sky photos on vacation, and, like, I had my headlamp on and I accidentally hit the button. And I'm like, these lens flares are really cool. <laughs> Michael,
5: <laughs> I want this nice. to be
4: something. And, like, we, had, we were having such a hard time getting the album art. And then Michael did a mock-up and we're like, that's it. That's the it shot. It looks like
0: cocktail Twins. me. Hey. It, it, so it's, oh, it's, it's definitely seems like it's, how do you get that sort of just, like, Again, like, or, 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 or at least for me personally, working at something, uh, working on something creatively with like a group of people, it's very hard to everybody for, for everybody to agree on something to be happy about it and just sort of just like get a sort of vision out. Um, Is that sort of like, because you're describing it, it definitely does seem like it's sort of just like, um, that that sort of like everybody is like super like into Instagram. Is there any like people like, I guess, you know, being like, oh, I want to do it this way or that way. Or is is there any sort of stuff like that? Or is it just all very much like you guys are all like super on the same wavelength?
4: So my girlfriend describes being in a band as being in a relationship with like four or five other people oh great and it's maybe i should be in a band (laughs) (laughs) it's eerie how accurate that is right so like with my girlfriend and i like we will have some differences and like we won't always get along but like like at the fundamental right like we are right for each other Mm -hmm. and again like michael was searching for people that were the right fit for this band and so we will have times when like we disagree like i am like we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves, and we shouldn't be, like, so gung-ho about doing, you know, time after time, like, you know, just breaking our own backs to get stuff out the door. Mm-hmm. We should, like, be methodical and focus on things and do things to the best of our ability, but we also need to take breaths and breathe in between, Um, whereas, like, I think that counterbalances some of the, you know... Breathing is... <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I, I know that, like, Michael and Casey are very... Like they want to do everything to make this band succeed and it shows and mm-hmm. that kind of like gives me the energy to pursue that too. But like there's also a time when like they do push themselves too far and I have to like rein them back a little bit and they'll be like fighting me every step of the way too.
2: Yeah, but be me and Matt were literally talking about that in the car on the way here. Yeah, that that really- like that I said you have a very specific language that uh, that will make me go like, oh dang, which I describe as talking like Scott James. <laughs> which only makes sense to Austin and Scott James if you listening. <laughs> but um a big part of it. Listen, you're, I not think... to, you're not
1: supposed to say any of those. Words. Supposed to say Scott it. James. It's on, yeah. there. <laughs> so it's on the list. I'm holding the list. Sorry, Scott. I'm holding the list of words that we're not allowed to say on the radio. I'm going to read these so you guys know. <laughs> oh
2: no no no, 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 no. Me and if you turn off the mic quick for you. Anyway, um, I uh, one. I'll put it this way. Uh, me, me and Austin have already spent a long time uh, mm-hmm. shipping much bigger projects with a lot more cooks in the kitchen oh, professionally. Yeah. And this is relatively easy when it comes to that part of it. Um, a big thing for me is let everyone's let everyone talk. Let everyone get their thing out. Nobody has a wrong idea. If everybody's aligned aesthetically on what we're trying to do, nobody's idea is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. It might not be the, the choice we end up using, but to just say no on its face would... Cause resentment. People would have a sort of like build up of like, oh, I have this artistic idea and I can't even have the opportunity to express it. And it just keeps wanting to be there, right? Mm-hmm. So by just never saying no and just saying, like, oh, you want to do like it's basically like, let's like let's let's just yes and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very chaotic because when you get into the then uh sifting through all of what you have on a on, you know, we use life's heart earlier as an example on a song like that. Um or um, a song like "Sleepy Head," which is very much um, collaborative, from like how like like everybody, pretty much like wrote all their own parts. Like it was formed collaboratively, um, and instead of being like, "Oh, I want to play this kind of thing," being like, "Ah, it's not really what I was imagining." Okay, that's what you're hearing. Let me hear you do that. What am I now hearing now that you're doing that? And just never saying no to that, unless it's like definitely not the right. Idea. That's the, I think the best way to all of this out without there being interpersonal issues
1: yeah one of the things that i think um works really well for us is that our end goal is always to do the best possible thing mm-hmm. so we're everything we do is in service of that like so, not
2: my best possible yeah, thing but the but, but whatever like
1: like, the, like whatever the, it is the, collectively yes yeah, like even beyond that like our our goal is to do the the objectively best thing Yes. like mm-hmm. make the objectively best music and you know whether we succeeded at that or not is up to the listener, but yeah. that's the end goal. So we're, everything we do is in service of that. So everyone's ideas are worthwhile, and we're all you can leave ego at the door when you're trying to do something like that. Like you, all you want to do is make the best possible thing. Nobody on their own can do the best possible. You have to do it collectively. So you hear out all the ideas, pick the best bits of everyone, and throw them in the blender and see what happens.
2: Except for John. John individually like can do
1: the best. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> John, who is not here, is the real mastermind. We're all just taking, we're currently, we're all taking credit for all of John's <laughs> hard work. Gosh, I should have
0: moved the interview yeah. to when he was here. Gosh. Yeah. Um, John, recorded, John seems like the missing link here. John
4: recorded all the baselines. By
1: John, John is playing for, on the but I can't
2: wait for us to have like the two liturgy scenario where it's the John Flanders the John <laughs> drink. <laughs> I, I
1: I at the end of the day we're going to break up and become Queensrÿche and Jeff Wait, Tate's not Queensryche. Liturgy.
2: It's the other band that I can't say the name of. Polish or something. I don't know. Liturgy is one band. Forget all of that. It's black <laughs> it's, I'm what talking about talking black about. metal and none of this matters. i I'm, I'm <laughs> talking about hair
4: metal. I don't know what you're talking about. Fair enough. Uh, Casey, do you have anything to add to the Black metal, hair metal discourse. To
0: this discourse that's happening right
4: now? I was going to say the original discourse of, you know, taking our ideas and do we have any conflicts or are we all on the same page? Yeah.
3: So Austin is spot on with his description of that situation or the scenario. Um, It does feel kind of like we'll come to head it sometimes, but I do give Michael a lot of credit as like this really level headed leader Mm -hmm. that can sort of field out. The best ideas and make everyone feel heard and considered and at the end of the day austin's often right and if we had gone down a certain route michael and i or maybe all of us would be like so overwhelmed that we would just probably call it a work and sleep for a week because we're i i mean speaking for myself i get super depressed if i just go way too hard for way too long and then i just yeah. can't even function anymore
0: mm-hmm.
3: and i have a propensity for doing that <laughs> within music Me too
4: I have I have the opposite propensity per, <laughs> word of the day propensity um where Can you use that as a sentence? Uh, Casey said the word propensity <laughs> in the <Today>. last <laughs> audio bite. <vibe. laughs> now, now how do you, now spell it? <laughs> anyway. Um I'll often avoid things like I have an avoidant streak when I feel overwhelmed or stressed out like I just want nothing to do with the negative emotion and like oftentimes like when I'm learning a song it can be like very taxing for me to like learn it so I'll put it off until the last minute so the thing that really um gets me out of that is expectations I put on myself I can always like shrug off but the expectations of this band and like knowing that I would let my friends down if I were to show up to practice unprepared or show up to the show unprepared gives me the drive to be the musician that I actually want to be. So like, I need this band to have the energy to do what I want to do. Right? Like I wanted to be a good and great bassist, and without flood district, I wouldn't have touched my instrument for probably 10 years. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a good mix in this band. I think we bring out the best qualities of each other.
1: There are several good mixes. There are the songs on the album. Correct. <laughs> right.
0: You guys have your um, your uh, live show um, on, on the tenth, uh, which is gonna which is gonna be great. Um, have you guys performed live before, At least I haven't seen you on any like bills or tickets, like like like, yeah. like previously. Is mm-hmm. this it, is this, like it, is this, like your first time performing live together, or is it just something where you don't do often? Like what like so what's up with it?
2: This is our th- As this unit, this is our third time performing live together. Um, As we were, as we were like operating, as I said, like it was me, and then it was other people, and it's slowly been like put together into a full band. So for a while before the pandemic, it was a it was a trio of me, Austin, Matt, and we were doing like the drums were more like kind of like new wave and electronic. I mean, same music, but like, um, and so we would do some shows like that. Then uh, when the pandemic hit, obviously we had to stop and um in that time that's when we brought in Casey John etc and like oh, we really... brought in
1: we brought in Garrett and Garrett played drums for us on the record. Yeah, Garrett as well. And we but were like... rehearsing together and then he ended up not being able to have time to do the project but it still like works with us on
2: lots of different elements of it. Yeah, so when we brought in John um we were like we're going to like play live like now as a five piece as a band for real. So we did last year's um, Hopscotch Day party at Ruby. And then we just played with The Velt, like two weeks ago, I think. Incredible, in incredible experience. They are so good. So good. Experience. Not the point. Amazing wow, people incredible. too. Um, So, but this, but this like, um, I guess album release show we have coming up is like our first show that's like our show where we can kind of like curate a little more. And where's and, like, that going to be? Longer. It's at Ruby.
0: Ruby? Okay. Yes. Ruby Deluxe, right? Ruby, mm-hmm. yes, cool. yes. Cool, cool, cool.
2: June tenth, Ruby Deluxe, and
1: um, best bar named Ruby in downtown.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to check that up. Is it but, the only bar? <laughs> but um, irrelevant. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we're super excited about because we have it. Like, I love, I love performing live. It's my favorite. Like, don't get me wrong. I love being in the studio and making insane nonsense. But like, the actual performing at the end of it is like the big catharsis for me. Um and just, like, playing with this group and being able to play music, like, I don't really think there is a scene for what we do specifically around here. Mm-hmm. So finally getting Beacons on unique, presenting yeah. it to people is very nerve-wracking for me, but also I'm really excited about it. Like, I'm really stoked to move forward doing a lot more shows, hopefully, and, like, hopefully get on, like, bills where, like, people are I don't even know what this is. I'm into it. I think, <laughs> you <know>? Oh yeah.
4: <laughs> What's interesting, Michael was saying that there isn't really a scene for what we're doing. Mm-hmm. There, The flip side is that is there are several scenes that we're tangential to because we have this mix, like, goth we can play at, um, prog we can play at, sure, like, rock we can play at, and that, like, there isn't one scene, which is, you know, there's a drawback to that, but then, like, being able to, like, spread out that's another benefit to it and to me also like being live music like watching it amazing social setting being on the other side of the stage huge and like a different experience but you're still getting that other experience too of like being with other like watching bands live and being a part of like that social gathering where <laughs> you're all here to like enjoy music to the level that people who go out to see live shows are and that to me is like like i wanted that so bad you know, the two or three years we were on hiatus. And like finally getting back to that same breath of fresh air, like, oh, it's it's so good to be back.
2: Yes, nice. absolutely. It's funny what you were like being in a like, oh, we don't fit into a scene that could be to your detriment. I feel like if you don't fit if you make the choice to make music that does not fit into any local scene, like your only choice is like you have to try to be like mm-hmm. very good. So that people are like, <laughs> I don't know what this is. Yeah. But I wanna I wanna yeah. I want them to Play. That's yes. your only I move. I just want every band so, to have that attitude. We're now rolling the dice. Please uh, ask us to play with you, so that I don't <laughs> feel
0: foolish. <laughs> um. All right. Well. Uh. Before. Before. Um. Uh. We wrap this up. Um. Is, is there anything else that uh that, that you guys want to say? You know, got any socials you, sent, you you can shout out. Like, where can people find you? Yada yada yada.
2: So you can follow us on like you know IG you know, Facebook, Spotify for sure. And wherever you, Apple music, wherever you listen to us, where, where, everywhere you probably are. Except for TikTok so far. Um, we're also playing at our album release show, um, on the 10th on Saturday at Ruby Deluxe. Nice. And, uh, also we're playing with wonderful, wonderful, very talented local hip hop artist, Camus Leonardo. And, uh, wonderful, former pop-punk band, Penalty Box, <laughs> per their own description, their, their self-description. And, That's uh, post-pop-punk. Post, excuse me, post-pop-punk. Um, and then, yeah, okay. I guess check us out wherever. Also, um, please check out uh, Casey's solo project, Canary Complex, as well, which I mixed the record for. It yes. also has a record out, and it's very good. You did such an amazing job.
0: Um, thank you. I will, I will say, if you do like a but the, it, it, if you're liking this flood district uh sound you'll definitely enjoy canary complex i i i i i first got this interview through uh uh canary complex and then I turned to flood district and i and i'm completely glad because they're both really great sounds so yeah thank you all right well uh thank you again uh flood district for coming out and talking to me about uh your latest album uh eden to carry um again uh I will leave the audience off, uh, well, you guys, the audience off with uh, uh, Anniversary, and uh, I'd rather uh, Feel Nothing. Uh, thank you all uh, so much again for listening. Thank you, Flood District, again, for coming down uh, and talking about your latest uh, album, uh, Eat and the Carry. This is WKNC 88.1 FM, H1 Raleigh, and I, am, and I have been your host, uh, The Loaf, and this is a bit in Flood District. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, and thank you, Flood District, as well. Thanks for having thank us.
3: Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. You're nice. welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
6: And I will listen close Every time